We are your co-hosts of the New Wave Podcast. And we have a special guest. Drumroll, please. (laughs) Marlo, Sivan. (laughs) Hey, what's up, y'all? Hi. I like that drum roll. That was a really exciting entrance. Do you feel special? I do. I actually really do. It made my night. That's oh. great. All right. Well, now you can go. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> um, actually, uh, something that you guys should know is that Pin has never met Marlos. And Ooh. Marlos has never met Pin. And they've never talked before. And this is their first time. And Pin was like, before we started recording, she was like, should I don't know, should we talk before? And I'm like, no, this will be interesting. You guys can get to know each other on air. You just yeah. throw us out there into the wild. Like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Isn't that weird, though? Isn't that weird how, like, some people, like, you just know, like, oh, okay. If, like, I just know, like, I'm cool with Marlos. I'm cool with Pid. I'm sure they're going to be cool. Together. Like, like you're you're gonna be fine. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I think it's for me. It's not that weird because I mean, I do follow your social medias. I follow your Twitter, your Instagram. So I think like social media has made it easy for people to feel like they know each other when they really don't. Mm. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. That's very true. But yeah. hi, yes, that? I'm Pen. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hey, it's good to meet you too, Pen. I'm Marlo. <laughs> I love the digital life. I really do. Thank you. Uh, life, nice what is you. what is the digital mm. life to you, Marlos? Yeah, I think like, like social media. Uh, social media and like what Pen was just describing, how we can kind of get a sense of knowing each other from different places, even if we never met mm. just through like social media and things like that. Uh, yeah. And then I like, some, it was just, they used to say that baseball is America's favorite pastime, but I feel like being on the internet is like the world's favorite pastime now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Like, that's one thing. I don't even think it's at this point. I feel like it's just, yeah, there's not, you go to anyone's house, even in Kurdistan, you go to someone's house, the first thing they say is, hi. Oh, that's the same thing here then. It's exactly the same. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't really know if that's necessarily, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of is, though. It does bring people together, even though you think it wouldn't. Because I think a few days ago, someone showed me this picture of this Kurdish girl. I don't know who, I don't remember who it was, but they were either from Nashville or California. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she just got engaged. I'm like, oh, I know her. And they're like, oh, how do you know her? I'm like, well, I mean, I, I don't, but I have her Instagram and we've been following each other for years. And like, she follows me and I follow her. So it's like, I know her, mm. but even though I 
never met her. So it's just like this weird, like, I know you, but I don't. And that's just what social media yeah. is. But then, do you think, bring people but then there's some people who are, like, super friendly and, like, goody-goody, like, all, like, super friendly on social media, will comment on everything, will send you hearts all the time. But then in person, you won't even, like, they won't even say hi to you. And it's, like, so weird. That's really disturbing to me. I mean, is it weird, though? I mean, people do show uh-huh. their mm. best sides of themselves on social media. Like, no one's gonna, like, comment on your picture and be like, I am very, like, I don't have any <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you, you know? I don't know. I think it's so weird. Like, you're not even gonna acknowledge my existence, like, in <laughs> real life. But on social media, you're liking all my shit. Mm. Like oh yeah. my god, Masha, but like how much of that is because so of voyeurism too? Like <laughs> people just want to sit back and watch it rather than interact with it. I wonder. If- so I can, I think we can all admit that we, not in like a weird way, but we all have those people that we just like to look through their like Instagrams every once in a while just to see what they're up to in their lives. And I don't mm-hmm. know, or am I just weird? <laughs> huh? Just that's that's pretty interesting actually. It's like the perspective you have on what on that like aspect of using social media. Mm. And like not even in a weird way either. I just, you know, sometimes like months will go by and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this old friend of mine that I used to be friends with like four or five years ago, I wonder what they're up to, how many kids mm. they have now, and I'll just like scroll through and like, hmm, okay, and then I'll just get back to my life. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people do that. And I don't know, I feel like there's two kinds of people on social media. And there's those who put out a lot of content, and then there's those who consume a lot of content. Now, Mm. not to toot my own horn, but I really, it's very, very, I don't scroll through my feed. I really don't. And I also don't look at a lot of people's stories. and And it's pretty messed up. Um, like, and I, you I post a lot, but I post a lot, and I see mm. the, I and I constantly see the people who are like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I I post my things and I get off. Mm. I don't I really, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm at one point. I used to be. I used to post a lot, especially on my Instagram. I used to post everything. It was my Snapchat. Mm. In the of the day of like you know hinge, but mm. I haven't. I post like every and I don't even do it because I use Snapchat more and I Snapchat a lot of my day to day life. So I don't really mm. use Instagram to post yeah. things like that anymore. But I do occasionally. I don't open Instagram daily, but when I do, I just like to scroll through a little bit and then I'll just get off. But Snapchat is the my main social media platform that I like to use. Interesting. Hmm. So what makes Snapchat better than like Instagram stories? I'm curious. Hmm. So uh, the thing with Instagram stories is because I feel like I have a lot of more people that I don't really know on Instagram that I don't hmm. feel as comfortable of just like posting my day-to-day life or where I'm going or who I'm hanging out with. Snapchat mm. for me is just more like people that I like actually know. You know how I was talking mm. about like I know I have 
people from Nashville, people from California, people from like Dallas, Texas, Mm -hmm. people from like Kurdistan. Like I have a whole bunch of people from everywhere, but on my Snapchat is more just like my close friends, family, people that I know. So I feel more comfortable in using that. I think that's where I, my thing comes in. Okay. We'll see. What about you, Marlos? Uh, I guess I have Snapchat, but I really use Instagram stories more. Mm. Um, I I, I kind of try to look. I don't post a lot on Instagram, like on the the feed. So my stories are like the main thing that I use, uh, which I try to use it in a way almost like performance art, you know, to where. I might be doing I, mundane things sometimes, or I might be doing some weird stuff. So it's what, just on like your story. Yeah, on my story. Yeah, you're very um, you're very performative on your stories. People actually, I I know people who follow you just for your stories. And that's that's funny because that's exactly like that's why I would want people to follow my Instagram is to like mm-hmm. stay tuned to the stories because I think that's the most like entertaining on there for me. Mm-hmm. So it's good to hear that. Um, Yeah, I think there's just something very appealing to the fact where you can post things on your stories and they can only view it for a certain amount of time and then it goes away. But when it's something like on your profile, it just, even though you can delete it and edit it, but it just feels very like final in a way Mm. that's like, "Mm, this is not worth me posting on my, like, profile but this is good enough for my stories where it will go away after a certain point I think that's very appealing to a lot of people because mm-hmm. it gets a it gets rid of a lot of the pressure like oh is this selfie like pretty enough to like have it so people can see even like in a week or a month or a year mm-hmm. yeah just goes uh, what about you Marlos why don't you put stuff more on your feed I mean yeah on your actual feed well I think I feel that I think I went through a phase when it was like, oh, I'm 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 trying to like really curate this feed and I gotta post so many times a day. Like I tried that out and and that's it's 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 a full time job doing that. And then I was like, wait a minute, social media. I don't want to be like a slave to it. I want to have actually have like like enjoy it and 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 have fun with certain aspects to it. So I was just mm-hmm. posting all the time just isn't that fun for me. So yeah. but making stories is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So That's like interesting. Yeah, and and I'm just like, well, let me just do it this way and that's that's when you come to my Instagram, that's what you that's what you're going to be there for for like dope stories you know Uh gives the people reason to come back right it's like oh what did i what did i miss today on the story almost like a tv program or something Mm -hmm. that's how i am with snapchat oh yeah because my mom i think the other day she said oh did you see this person's post that they posted like two days ago i'm like oh man i didn't check my snapchat like what people posted i didn't check like that day and like I miss so much and it's not yep. like where I can just like go on their profile and look and see what they posted it's gone dang yeah 
So, Nuveen, like, how do you feel about stories versus posting on the feed? Oh, I love posting on my feed because I look at it more as like a mood, like it's just my, it's like a storage. That's where I store my memories, my inspiration, my mood. So I can always go back. Like there's so many times where I, like I use my Instagram feed for myself to go back and go through it. And um, yeah, like I store a lot of my stuff on there, which is kind of scary because it's like public, but whatever. um i feel like um i don't take it like you know i don't really i don't know what you don't think it's as deep as people make it to be (laughs) (laughs) just post it it's not a big deal yeah (laughs) i mean i i kind of understand though like people's hesitation to post on their like actual profiles because i think especially Instagram has become such a platform for like influencers, you know, where Mm -hmm. you see all these like influencers posting these perfect pictures. And then when you compare the picture, maybe that you want to post and you compare it to what they're posting and you're like, Oh, well, this isn't good enough to post on my profile. Like look at what Mm. they're posting and look at mine. So it just creates this like, "Mm, that's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like social media has definitely made everyone very insecure. Hell yeah. It did. Especially in the art world, too. I feel like I know so many artists who, like, have really toxic relationships with Instagram, you know? Mm. But what I was going to say for you, too, is I feel like social media is such a good platform to get your art out there. It's like an easier way to promote your own art. So you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Mm. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Marlos? I think there's pros and cons to it. Mm. Yes, it definitely. Because, like, on one hand, there's you do see situations where we might post something in, like, a shirt, and somebody's like, oh, I want that. And, uh Man. Yeah, I love the immediacy of that to where it's like, okay, here's this custom-made thing. Somebody wants it right around the corner or maybe around the world, but they can let Mm -hmm. us know right there. Uh, Other times I've heard people say, oh, it doesn't matter where you live anymore. You can just connect with everybody through social media. And I'm like, Bruh, I've literally, there are situations where I've reached out to, like, a lot of places and people, and you, they, a lot of times you don't even get a reply back, you know, when it comes to networking and stuff like that. Hmm. I'm kind of still curious about that aspect of it all. Okay. Let me tell you a con that I think. I think that openings, not even openings, I think that it can be kind of just, it can be kind of bad to post a lot of, I mean, Hey, I'm guilty of, I post my work all the time, but (laughs) um, there's something about like, Oh, we've seen it online. So in person, there's this, like, there's definitely this sense of like everyone in the room's already seen it on the, Mm. on, um, on online that like in person, it's not that special anymore. Mm. Um, Or not just special, but there's just this weird thing where it's like, I don't know. You're kind of like 
I, and I'm critiquing myself because I'm, I'm like, I'm already noticing like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't, maybe not every, you know, maybe, I don't hmm. know. Uh, I see um, what you you know, because you know it's like, mean? yeah, because it's like a, a lot of times when when we, like you making work and you're gonna have a show, mm. a big part of it is the build up and like, mm-hmm. like oh, I wonder what she's gonna show, but then it's like oh, I know exactly what she's gonna show. Yeah, it's like oh, I've seen that before. I've been looking at that for three months now. I'm like oh god, no, you haven't. This is you're <laughs> seeing it in person. It's different. Uh-huh. You know? That's again, right. The, do you think that posting well, you your also, art on social media does open up a lot of opportunities because people can see your art? That's the thing. I'm just about to art? say, at the same time, look, imagine how many more people I'm reaching, though, versus, like, what, 100, to 100 people who are coming to a show in Nashville or something versus thousands of people all over the world seeing it online, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's kind of... I mean, I feel like every aspect, there's like, and you know, also, there's some there's gives and of... takes. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. also a lot of thieves on social media. Ooh. Yeah. Like... Lots of art thieves. Oh, art thieves. Yeah. But then again, I mean... Like, if anyone sees, like, Nubians, for instance, your art, if I see anything that's yours on someone else's, like, social media, I'll know automatically, like, oh, no, that's Nubians. Her, that's very much her art, because I feel like mm-hmm. your art is very, not, like, really, spe- not specific in a way, but it's very much you. Like, mm. I feel like anyone who's seen one piece of your art in your entire like career if they mm-hmm. see another piece like oh that's newbie that's her style that's her mm-hmm. so. yeah now and then that's true and then on the other hand we have been noticing and me and Nuveen have talked about this there's another type of thief too that like don't necessarily they won't necessarily come to your shows and stuff but all of a sudden you start seeing their work mm-hmm. with influences from what you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you just lurking on social media. Creeper. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that goes with like everything. You think about it. How many how many people do we have? Okay, let's say on my Instagram account, let's say I have like 500, 600 followers. Uh-huh. And if I post a picture, the most likes I would get is, like, 100 and something, maybe. So there's mm. at least, like, 300, 400 people who just lurk and are just uh-huh. ghosting. Like, they just want to see, but they don't give a like, they don't give a comment, which is okay. Like, I don't care, but it just shows that they're only there to lurk. And I think that goes with, you know, other things, like art, too. Like, they're not going to yeah. support you in any way. They're just lurking. Nope, they're your they're things. Just- Lurking. <laughs> if you're one of those people, please stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening, you better yes. like all of our stuff. It's not very yeah. nice. Oh, you know and, we got a lot of lurkers on the on the podcast too. 
Mm-hmm. They're listening. And we know. But, but they'll never tell you that they listen, huh? Exactly. Oh, never. I, well, I haven't gotten around to, to listening to your podcast yet. I'm like, huh, really? <laughs> um, our uh, demographic doesn't say that. Exactly. <laughs> the person from France, from the person from Switzerland, we see you. We know you're watching. <laughs> Oh my god! But thank yeah. you for your support. And thank you for listening to us, and please share. Yeah, please share. Right. Please keep listening. We're very grateful. Yeah. Don't click off. <laughs> <laughs> we already know you lurking, so it's it's all out there in the open. Okay, so Marlis, are you one of those people? Do you lurk, or are you a supporter? You struck a chord then. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, oh, did we get disconnected? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, hello. Wow, okay. <laughs> Y'all funny. So, for the most part, I'm a supporter. Yeah. Um, I like to repost people and repost just stuff that I find interesting, you know. Uh, do I lurk? I think if I lurk, it's it's kind of it's kind of like comedy to me because I'm lurking and I'm just like, what in the world is this next? And it, that's how I lurk. Mm. So Get you don't lurked. you lurk for the things you don't like? Yes. I mean that makes sense though. You're not going to post someone else's things that you don't like. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then I try not to like. I know how y'all were talking about like not spending a lot of time going through the feed, and I, and I try not to do that either. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like looking at a lot of stuff because when I'm researching for my work, I'm looking at a lot of images anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how how saturated do you really want to be? You know, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I mean, I think we can all. Like we said, we all have done that. We've all been there. And I, I, I think I, hmm, I don't necessarily lurk. lurk. You I already like, admitted, admitted that <laughs> first five minutes. You're like, there's some people that lurk on. I mean, right. I just like to stay up to date. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> That's a good way of putting and also those, um, platforms play a big role in that too. See, for instance, like on Instagram or Snapchat, um, even Facebook, I would say they're not my, it's not as easy to repost things or, but see for me for Twitter, even though I don't have like any followers except for maybe four people and like two of them are YouTube. Um, I think it's just, it's just so, but I'm more active on it because I retweet things so much and because it's just so easy mm. to do it you like something and like hmm, I'll just retweet that and you just literally click a button and it's on your profile on your feed yeah. yeah and it's just so much easier versus Instagram if I just screenshot someone's picture and then I repost it to mine and then they'll be like oh why are you reposting my picture you know um, oh yeah that is kind of weird huh yeah Especially on Snapchat, you know, you can see if someone screenshots your pictures. Um, right. 
so you don't want to be like oh why did why did pale just screenshot my picture like that's so weird and then uh um, I remember there's this one in one thing this one girl posted a picture she was at a wedding and um I took a pic I accidentally because I was taking a picture of the thing after and I was screenshotting like right in between so even though I didn't screenshot her picture it did mm-hmm. come up on her feed that I screenshotted it. And then she oh. posted um, a story like in a couple hours later saying for anyone who was posting, um, screenshotting, like, please don't repost it and all. And then I'm like, oh, man, I, this is so awkward. So I sent her a message. I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. This is what happened. Like, I swear I didn't mean to screenshot it. And I can like, right. I even sent her the screenshot to show that it wasn't like her picture. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I wasn't talking about you, but there's um there was a lot of other people screenshotting the picture of the bride and groom. And oh. um I just put that out there for everyone. I'm like, okay, because you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And then so you know that that's weird. Yeah. If someone yeah. I don't haven't met for a while, they screenshot my picture, I'd be like, mm. Yeah, that is weird. And it's also one of those things I feel like, oh, she Kurdish? Yes. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are also concerned with the evil eye. Really? Yeah. Don't you think so, Pen? Definitely. Yes, especially if it's, like, a girl. I feel like mm-hmm. boys are more lenient, like, they don't really care, but definitely girls, like, oh. They're just, yeah. like, in my bed. That being, like, being on social media, like, exposes exposes oh, yeah. you more to the evil eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's more accessible. Pins. Oh, yeah. So, oh. dude, imagine if an evil eye, if you get an evil eye through social media, just imagine how strong and envious that person might be. You know, through mm-hmm. a screen to cause it's harm so like that. It is. Because no one's going to know it's you. It's so bad. My mom always tells me, Nuveen, don't don't be like posting pictures of yourself, your success, none of that stuff on social media. Yeah, you're gonna get someone's gonna evil eye you. Yeah, and there there is a thing. My mom, and that's so weird. My mom tells me things like that too, and she says like it's a real thing because um. I don't know if you've heard this story. Um, this may become very like paranormal, but my I had a cousin. <laughs> there, I have a cousin in Kurdistan, and she had this friend that she, like she knows this girl. Okay, she knows this girl. She she goes to school with her in Duhuk, mm. and it was her. Are you are you giving us too much info? No, because there's okay. no way I can get back to this person. Um, okay. She knows this one girl. It's her friend. She went to, that one girl went to her family's cousin's whatever wedding. And she's Mm -hmm. a very pretty young girl. Um, She comes back. The next day, she goes blind. (gasps) What? For no, and they, you know, they take her to all these hospitals, all these doctors. They take her to Turkey. They take her to, where else? I think they took her to India. And they run all these tests, and they're like, there's nothing wrong with her. 
like she should be able to see and you know everyone's going like crazy like her family they're all so sad she had to be pulled from school and she couldn't go to school and they're all just like there's literally nothing medically wrong with her like she Um. should be able to see and then so as their last resort they went to Amala which mm. is um, which is uh, like a like a holy Muslim, like a spiritual like a, uh, uh, a, like a yeah like a Muslim priest I guess you yeah. could say to make it easier for people to understand yeah, and, an imam yeah and then he looks at her and the first thing he says is have you guys been to a wedding recently and they mm. were like uh yes of like a month ago we went to like her cousin's wedding and stuff and um he's like she what had like an the evil eye she was so pretty that someone drove like it mm. at the wedding so what he did is he gave her a nivishti i don't know what they're called in english uh-huh. uh like a like a blessing or like a little right is it kind yeah. of like a like a real thing a nivishti it's like a little pouch of something and they put like um you know they recite like um the quran like part like parts of it they recite things into the nivishti and oh. she like ties it around her neck or like holds it for some for i don't know a lot of people get those so she had to tie it around her neck and he said every six months she needs to come back and i have to like redo it and mm-hmm. her sight came back. What? Whoa. No. And I'm usually a huge, like, I don't believe in things like this. I don't uh. believe in things like this. Just putting it out there. I'm not, like, a huge believer in, in the paranormal things. But this is, like, my cousin's friend. She knew her. And she was telling me as this was, like, happening to her. So she, like, come home, like, oh, my God, Pale, remember my friend that I told you about? Like, yeah, she... She's not blind anymore. And wow. She uh-huh. told me this. And I'm like, wow. So the evil eye uh, is very scary. Yeah. And to think like somebody was at their wedding yeah. that jealous and mad. Yeah. And, and okay, well, then there's things like sometimes it's like people don't even realize that they're mm. giving another person an evil eye. One. And two, I wanted to um, clarify the Nivishti thing that you said. Okay, so are Nivishtis also, like, it, so, okay, I get it. Like, I've always thought that Nivishtis are the ones that, like, you, like, they're kind of, like, evil spells. I didn't know there was good, like, oh, yeah, see, good they're, ones. So I feel like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of people, they make Nivishtis to, like, counteract those. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, okay, but don't you weird... think that's weird how, like, um, mm-hmm. how, like, the evil eye is frowned... No, how the evil eye is frowned upon in Islam, but, and yet, like, you have really spiritual, holy people, like, acknowledging I mean, these I things. Think, I mean, I think it's a good point to make that Yes, um, in our religion, and we're just talking about Muslim, like Islam here, not talking about any other religions, but 
they do like they admit and acknowledge that magic is a thing like they and I I actually had this conversation two nights ago with some friends and it is a thing they don't say oh like magic isn't real or there's no such thing as magic it is Mm -hmm. but it is haram to practice it Mm. and and for reasons so interesting because you um, can't use it for bad yeah which is you know that's pretty much the point of I think most religions like just don't do bad things um, yeah um there's this one woman and the thing with the evil eye is like Nuveen said there's a lot of people who don't know they're doing it or who do but they it's not up to them like they can't control it because there is this one woman that we know or my mom knows and she once told me that she would literally tell people to like not go to her house or she mm. wouldn't like oh don't show her anything because she was one of those people who were like when she like it would happen automatically like if a pretty person walked by she'd be like oh you're so pretty like automatically like something would happen to her and she was very like self-aware about that and she you know she didn't want to and she hated it so she would tell people like she wouldn't go to any weddings she wouldn't go out wow. she didn't want people because she didn't want that to happen but she oh it, couldn't control it so, I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. If you believe in those kind of things or not. But Well, I mean, like, I got a good friend. He's from Saudi. And Mm -hmm. I I don't want to, I don't know what is too much information. I don't want to be mad at me or anything. But, like, (laughs) he had had two aunts that were still, I think one was living in Saudi. One was living in America. And they would have seizures at the same time in two different parts of the world but at the and this went on for a while and then finally and and like him and his family the muslim and they they brought in like um you know like i guess the imam and Mm -hmm. are um ended up finding out that like one of the uncles his wife put magic on like mm. rocks. A nivishti. And- a nivishti, man. Wow. She put nivishti in the water supply. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And he found it. But like they had to go through two or three different people. Cause and these guys were like, oh, we're not going, we're not dealing with that. We can't touch that stuff. But finally one person was like, I'll go check the house out and find it. They freaking found it in the water supply. And ever since they Ooh. found it. The aunties stop having seizures now. Wow. I believe yeah. those things like that's, completely. That's a it's... real thing. So is that common in America, Marlos? Or is this just like a Actually, Mesopotamian thing? Mesopotamia. <laughs> well, you know, I'm from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi really wrapped up in that type of like voodoo culture and and stuff mm. like voodoo is that what it is yes so like mm. apparently there was a one of my like relatives like great 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 uncle was a a soothsayer so like um he was like a doctor of magic but in a positive way and mm. he would make up like potions and stuff for people to get healed and be sick 
sickness, sicknesses and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But my other uncle, one of my mom's brothers, was living on the land that he used to live on. And I saw this with my own eyes. There was a tombstone in the front yard that would move around the yard by itself. No. Yeah. yeah, like I never, you never saw it physically, like <sighs> the act of moving, but literally from one day to the next, it would be in two different locations. Would it be like super different locations or is it like kind of slightly moved or? It would, it would be both. So sometimes it might move like a foot or a couple inches. Then the next time it's like, dang, it's on the whole other side of the yard. It was just, it was wow. And we found uh, one day we were doing um, work because it was like an old shack he was lit. My uncle was living in, mm-hmm. and we were redoing the bathroom floor. And literally, there was like a hole, a human sized hole in the ground. Oh my god! That was bottom. Okay, I'm like I'm getting freaked out. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. It was really freaky. And wow. I feel like what's funny is, um, see, this is where my, like, skepticism comes in, where it's like, okay, if I hear stories like that, automatically I think, like, oh, that can't be true. But then I get to thinking, like, okay, but then why do I believe if it's Nivishti's involved, automatically, I'm like, yeah, that's true, because it's a thing. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of instances are not, like, that's not as crazy, like, as the story that, like, I was telling, like, those are both equally, like, creepy in its own way so why why is it that we're in our brains it's just like oh no well that can't be true but then there's some things like yeah I don't know um I think not saying I don't believe you I believe you I just think like why does that skepticism come in to like people's mind yeah I don't know maybe it's just because really it all kind of it sounds far-fetched like it's Mm. like yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, right. Like that, that just, you, it's stuff that you would have to like really see or know somebody that really like was there, I think, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm sure people are listening to us and they're like, oh, they're all just a bunch of weirdos who believe in weird things. Like, none of that's true. But then, yeah. like yeah. you said, you saw that with your own eyes. Um, uh huh. You, I had, my cousin went, like, I was, being told things as this was happening and it wasn't like a very like low-key thing where people didn't know about um like Mm. it was a big thing everyone knew about it um especially in the area that we lived in like they were it was very close so it was like a big talk around like the town like everyone heard about it everyone knew about it people were talking about it so it's like a real thing and it didn't happen like years prior where like stories have changed like so Mm. I i think you just have to witness it to believe it so like we said take everything with a grain of salt and yeah that's insane wow um, do you think we need to take a uh, snack break more like a just a break in general (laughs) okay (laughs) just like regather our thoughts and come back without any paranormal things (laughs) okay Okay, so we'll, Marlis, right. we have snack breaks. Grab a snack. Okay. We'll, and we'll be, be back soon. All right. Be back soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Apa? And we're back. Cool. Did you grab any snacks, Marlos? I grabbed some water. A very healthy choice of a snack. Yeah. Hey. What did I miss? Um, Marlos grabbed some water for his snack. Okay. I yeah. Coffee. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and lemon water. Oh, very healthy. Yes. What did you get moving? Um, what did I just? Oh, I had a Chewy's chocolate bar. Chocolate chip mm. bar. Yeah. That's not very healthy. I know. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, that was so spooky. Yeah. Very spooky. This would have been a good podcast for Halloween. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, but this is serious yeah. stuff, for real. Mm-hmm. So, Marlos, do you believe in magic? Um, you know what? <laughs> I, I actually do. Uh, I've seen some crazy stuff and felt some crazy stuff. <laughs> like, mm. um, uh, oh my God. I know, I, I'm pretty sure. I saw uh, when I was like a little kid and I was in my bedroom and the door was cracked, the bedroom door. And maybe this, I don't know if this is magic. This isn't magic. It's just something else. But I definitely saw, (laughs) I saw a pair of wings, like angel wings passing by the door. Like it's, as if something was on that side of the door, on the other side of the wall. I, I, I definitely saw that. Um, and then that, that same uncle I was telling y'all about that lived on that uh, that land, mm-hmm. I saw him using magic to conjure up spirits on like... <laughs> like, he was, he was a crazy dude, and he would just do stuff he would wait till he got drunk before he did stupid stuff like that. And he was like, I need you to take me out here to the country and because I got to do something. And I'm like, wait, you want to go to some woods at nine o'clock at night, pitch black to do what? But uh, I took him a couple times and he would just walk off and go into the woods like pitch black. And he was like, I'm spirits and the magic spirits well eventually and I think it's connected after doing a lot of that stuff he ended up randomly like laying in his front yard with broken ribs and a and a knot on his head and didn't know what happened so we took him to the hospital and they were like oh there's like a spot of cancer on his lungs. Oh my God. Yeah. All this is super random. And while he was going through, you know, the treatment for cancer and all this, he snakes started showing up in his house. Oh. And a little bit after the snake showed up, he died in the house. Oh, 
I'm I sorry to hear that. Oh, thanks. He, it's one of them things where I, I don't. I spent a lot of time with him, so like, I guess I was ready for whatever you know. But I honestly think by him using magic in that way, and maybe he didn't know exactly what he was doing. I think something latched onto his soul. Mm. Yeah. I it's definitely. Not... Mm. Huh? No, go ahead. I was just saying, so I definitely believe in magic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to consider myself like a huge skeptic, and I'm not very one to quick to be like oh I believe in magic and I believe in the supernatural and stuff but then there's just like some things that you can't explain Uh and it's like okay if this isn't magic then what is it um I mean in our we have a lot of you know edgens we believe in edgens which is a lot of people don't realize this but it's a huge difference between ghosts so I don't, I don't know if you know this. So jinns, right? Yes. So jinns is an intelligent spirit of lower rank than the angels, able to appear in the human, inhuman and animal forms, and to possess humans. Okay. So, and it's is... a it's and according to Wikipedia, no Oxford. According to Oxford, it's an Better Arabian. Yeah, and <laughs> Arabian and Muslim mythology. So yeah. Okay, so I've done a like not just research. Like I've been very into this because mm. I've been so interested by it. Yeah, because um, it affects a lot of people. We know. Um, one for instance, my uncle, um, Khadijarazi, my dad's brother. Um, a long time ago, he's not with us anymore, but a long time ago, my dad used to always tell us, um, my uncle was uh, Peshmerga, uh, so he was one night in the mountains or whatever, because it was a long time ago, and he was alone in this, like, a dark, secluded area, and he said, he would tell, like, his family, I heard a bunch of noise and commotion, right? So... Okay. He hid behind rocks because he was scared that there was, like, a surprise attack on, like, the Pishmergas, like, during the war. And so he was very, and he was all alone, so he hid behind some rocks. And he, like, looked from behind the rock, and he saw this huge wedding. Mm. And I'm I'm sure, Nuvin, you've heard of this, too, where a Mm -hmm. lot of people, they see Edgen weddings, specifically. Um, And... There was a whole, like, it was a huge group of people. They were all dancing, singing. Um, There was a bride and groom, and they weren't aware of his presence, but he saw the entire thing happen for how long, and he was terrified. Like, he was so scared that he was just, like, rooted to his spot. He couldn't move. He couldn't scream. He couldn't run. Um, He just, you know, stood there in shock, just watching it, and then after some time had passed, it just... They just disappeared into thin air. Mm. And so a lot of people have um, had the same experience where they say that they see weddings specifically. And it's because that's like a time where they, because what we say is edgins are like not a group of people, but 
they're a community. It's not even a community. You know how, like, there's people living on Earth? It's the exact same thing, but it's kind of like an alternate universe. It's, like, the exact same thing, but they're edgins, and they live their day-to-day lives. They have religions. They have work. They have kids. They have school. Like, it's the exact same thing, but we're not able to see them, but Mm. they can see us. Mm. And so at times like that where they're, like, weddings or big events they don't hide themselves they like put themselves out into the open and I'm sure you know it's like a very secluded area they don't think that there's people there so they feel like it's safe to come out and okay this is what's going to like this is what made me believe in it and it's in the Quran which is another thing like another reason why I believe in it but another thing too is their description of how they look they Mm. they have long eyes that are vertical like big cat-like eyes and like big heads you know I don't want any agents to come out to me like you know I come in peace um and the just the way that agents are described is Mm. the way aliens are described Mm. so if you talk to any person who's claimed they've been abducted by aliens the way they describe them is the way that edgins are described Mm. which makes it easier for me to believe because I don't believe in aliens but it makes me realize like oh maybe they weren't like I don't think they're lying maybe they were abducted but they were abducted by edgins and they don't they don't know what that is so they think it's aliens which makes sense (sighs) to me Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought about that too, about this whole like Western view of aliens and how they look and the long eyes and they're green. I don't Not know if everyone's lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... Like, oh, all these people are lying about being abducted. I mean, if there's like even a hundred people, if they all have the same lie, like I've been abducted by a thing that looks like this maybe there's some truth to it maybe they're not aliens but um there's also this one another story that I've heard from another family of cousins um if you haven't been able to tell Marlos I have a lot of cousins um (laughs) yeah see (laughs) um they had this um person this friend that lived in the same neighborhood as them and Uh she was very pretty and there was this thing or person that was considered like uh, like a prince of the jinn world, okay? This is going to sound very far-fetched to a lot of people, I'm sure, but um, believe in what you believe in. But he showed himself to the girl and would not leave her alone, saying, you're beautiful and you're going to be my wife. And the girl, like, oh. she was made aware that he is an edgin and he took on a human form. Because, like, to not scare her or something. And um, and I can, like, I know, I've heard of the girl. So it's not just, like, this random person that I've never heard of. But, like, no, I know of the girl. And, okay. you know, it's, he wouldn't leave her alone. They went to so many imams. And this, um, he would tell her the only way to get rid of him for you is he made her another nivishti. That if you see a common theme around, you know, that goes on, 
He yeah. made her a, a nevishti to tie around her neck, and he said that this nevishti will make you invisible to the edgins, so they will not be able to see you. And but uh, the second you take it off, you'll be visible again. So you always have to keep it on you. That way he'll leave you alone because that's the only way you can get rid of that, the attachment. Oh, my God. Did it work? Well, I mean, she's fine now. I think she's married and has kids now, so I'm sure. <laughs> and it's not towards the edging. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's scary, though. Mm-hmm. And the way they talk about it is, you know, they have, it's like people. Like, there's good ones, there's bad ones, there's criminals, there's... um people like good normal people day-to-day lives like their kids go to school they like it's just a huge other part of the world that we're not able to see but they do say into and sometimes we tap into their world and we see them and they see us and then Mm -hmm. it's like but they do say we'll be able to see them but they won't be able to see us Mm. Mm. and they're aware of what they are right Mm mm-hmm yeah. Wow. That's on another level right there. Yeah, I'm sure all of, like our podcast listeners are like, oh, okay. So they're on a different level of crazy. Never <laughs> <laughs> This is the kind of thing that we yeah, basically like yeah. But yeah, so what are not- your what are your thoughts on these things? Yeah. Nuveen, you want to elaborate a little bit? I live alone and I um and I don't wanna I I I, I believe in I believe in gins and mm-hmm. um respect them. Yes. That's a yeah, definitely I every time I pour hot water I say bismillah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, mm. I think I've, I've never uh, messed with them and, oh, and have they messed, they've never messed with me. I think that I've, I've, I may have tapped into their world once Ooh. and hmm. seen some stuff, but. Um, it was one of those things where they were actually surprised and I was surprised and, and it, it, yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> our, our, we're done, Fizz. <laughs> I feel like that, that just given me more questions than answers. <laughs> um, and, but like, yeah, I think. On a lighter note, because, you know, I am alone at the moment. Nuveen's alone at the moment. I don't know about you, Marlos, but... Yeah, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in a very dark room right now. <laughs> oh, great. Um, alone. So I'm freaked out. But... Um, yeah. Try to, like, take the subject to a lighter level. They do yeah, say, can... like, you know, you... As long as you just are in your own little... You don't mess with them. You don't bother them. That they're respectful towards you too, and they keep their distance. They, um, and you. Oh, this is actually okay. This is is a lighter note on this, but it's still the same subject. Have you ever had one thing 
that you've been looking for <gasps> for like weeks. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I was gonna bring up about the wedding thing. Mm-hmm. And then but a couple of weeks wedding. later, it's it turns out it's in the exact same place that you've looked over hundreds of times, and it's right there, very visible. Yeah, that's yes. They that's crazy. say yeah. They use them. I remember they borrow our things. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. very true. You know, obviously, if you're just like a very like person that you just lose things, he's like, no, that's not what we're referring to. But okay, I remember in high school. I had this one calculator that I brought from America to Kurdistan. It was a very, like, good calculator that I really needed to use for school because we had a test. I was looking for it for weeks. I looked everywhere. I blamed my brothers for taking it. Um, I made it a huge deal. Like, oh, my God, where's my calculator? Where's my calculator? And I was looking for at least two weeks for it. And then one day my mom's like, why don't you just look on your count, like, your shelves in your room? And I said, I have that's the one place that I've looked over at least a hundred times. And then I'm like, okay, for the heck of it, let's just go check again. It's literally, I can see the edge of it poking out from my, um, one of the shelves. So it's very visible. And I literally looked yeah. like the day before. And I've been looking for it for weeks and it was just right there in plain sight. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Um, there's also, yeah, there's been a lot of stories about, like, Kurdish dresses getting, miss going missing, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've heard that they borrow, or Kurdish dresses, and Kurdish clothes, or, well, you know, or just, like, clothes for their weddings, and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. a lot of, that's why scissors, um, go missing a lot, a lot of metal things go missing a lot, scissors go missing a lot, um, and reappear um, days later. Yeah. In the exact same spot you left it the first yep. time. Dang. Yeah. I wonder I wonder um, what do they what do they do with the stuff, I wonder. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? It's just like, you know, hey, you're you haven't worn this dress in a while. Can I borrow it? And they just use it and bring it back. I mean, hey, they bring it back, so as long as, mm. hey, go ahead, use it. You can take all my stuff. Just, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> all these yeah. dimensions and stuff. Mm. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we do this? <laughs> I feel like we need to put a disclaimer out before this episode goes live. Like, don't listen to this in the middle of the night or alone. Right. Yeah. Like, listen to it, like, at 12 p.m. on your lunch break at work. <laughs> oh, you can recover by then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like all, all three of us going to have a hard time going to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. I think because I have talked about like I've gone over these so many times like with my cousins with friends I have had like these conversations so many times have you had any experiences though me yeah uh once okay um do we talk about it can we not okay I can tell you tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, cause, um, this one is kind of scary. Not gonna lie. Like, I didn't see anything. Nothing happened. It wasn't any like those crazy. It's not definitely. It's not up to Marlos's standards. Where like he saw gravestones moving, but um, 
No, it's, it was very mild. And I think it was, um, it was years ago. I was at my cousin's place and I just came home from a school like party and I was just chilling. We were, it was just me and all the girls. We were in one room and our parents were all in another room and mm-hmm. it was, they still lived in like their old house. And mm-hmm. so my cousin, there's um, two qomsurs, which is um, uh, like clothing cabinets because they don't have closets. So they had like big clothing cabinets. So there was two side by side and there was like a little bit of like space in between both of them. And my cousin, her back was towards it, and my head was in her lap, and she was, like, playing with my hair, because I was so Are you tired. telling us the story? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I was just, like, falling asleep, and I was so exhausted, and we were, like, talking about things like this. And, well, you know, we weren't talking about it, like, the same way we are. We're in, like, a very respectful manner, and just, like, more informative. Um, so we were just, like, talking about this kind of things. And I was a huge skeptic at the time. I was younger, too. And all of a sudden, my cousin just jumps up and starts screaming and runs to the other room. And, you know, we're all just screaming, too, because we don't know what happened. And we follow her. And we're like, what happened? And she said that she felt a pinch at, on her back in the place where there's, like, a space between the two, like, cabinets. And she felt a pinch on her back, like, really hard. And I think mm. it was, like, a warning, like, stop talking about us kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, yeah, we all started crying <laughs> to our parents. They're just like, this is what happened. And they're like, oh, you young children, you're so, like, why are you talking about things like this? Like, you know, don't get them mad. But so, yeah, we're sorry. We're, we're very sorry about that day. Please don't come to us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Yeah, we need to end this on a, like a light note. So. Like really. Do. <laughs> wow. Um, uh. Did we talk about Twitter at all? Oh, Twitter. Briefly. What are your thoughts on Twitter? Who me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Twitter is uh land of the free. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever feel that? It's like you're more free to to say and do things on Twitter than like Instagram, I feel like. Do you wanna know why? Why? I why? Maybe we, we had this conversation the other when we recorded our last podcast. Um, what do we say? So remember, okay. we I just I just talk and put it out there. <laughs> um, okay, Marlos. So the thing with Twitter is because I like to watch a lot of drama channels on YouTube, and okay. so this girl was talking about this one big beauty influencer and how she was saying that Twitter is her least favorite social media platform. Which, and she's a very problematic YouTuber. I would say like she gets in a lot of scandals. She gets in a lot of like controversies and stuff the reason why and I don't think a lot of people realize this is that Twitter is the only platform where you can't Um, delete comments oh yeah so you know YouTube videos you get a hate comment you can delete it you on Instagram you can delete all the comments you can filter it to like where certain things don't show up or they don't get posted. You can block people. But Twitter is the only platform where 
if you like if I post something and you and newbies started writing hate comments under it, I won't be able to delete it. So other people will be able to see it. Wow. That's why a That's... lot of big influencers don't like Twitter. Yeah, okay, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so Twitter's like a Twitter feels like the Jerry Springer of uh <laughs> <laughs> of social media. <laughs> Like, you can get rid of your hate comments everywhere else, but not on Twitter. That's where the truth, because, like, this girl pointed out, if you go on her, like, Instagram photos, her YouTube videos, all her comments are, like, love and support and all, like, these great comments. And you're like, wow, this person, like, maybe they're not as bad as we thought. And then you go on Twitter, and it's a whole different world. Everyone hates them. It's all hate comments. And it's like, you can't get rid of those. That's why. Dang, that's drama. So how do y'all use Twitter? I retweet a lot of K-pop things. Mm, okay. Nubin? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I do on Twitter? Let me see what the last thing I tweeted was. I think you tweeted something um, about Chicago. Last thing is don't go to Chicago in February, <laughs> they said. <laughs> no, and I just retweeted something. Okay. So someone said, okay, someone posted a photo and it said, do you ever feel like a person without a country? And uh, Gabby Atrushi tweeted all the time. Mm. Um, oh, Marlos just liked it. Okay, so I love, let me, I'm going to read Marlos' tweets, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Someday I'll find out where my ancestors used to live. That's deep. Visions of a kiss. Hashtag artwork. Just took a nap in the car. Felt great. Sweet. Under this administration, I wouldn't be surprised if whites only and black only signs start popping up again. Ooh. <laughs> Boy boycotting Oprah and Gail King till they do better. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against Oprah? Man, Oprah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, we have with the same this birthday. whole... For real? Wow. Yeah. See, well, like, Oprah, um, her and Gail King are best friends, and... Yeah, I've heard of controversies about Gail. So... I understand that. Wait, what happened with Gail? She Wait, you... she just things. Yeah, hmm. like um, she asked one of Kobe Bryant's friends the other day in an interview about like this rent case that he had, and mm -hmm. then, and the friend was like, "Why would you ask me that after he dies, and you had all these years to ask Kobe Bryant personally about that?" Mm -hmm. And the fact that the lady, from my understanding, in the rape, rape case, she, like, dropped the case against him. And they, I don't know, something, it just, it, it, it rubs people the wrong way. And it it's appears, disgusting. yeah, and it appears that Gail King and Oprah Winfrey are only asking, like, black men these questions are putting them in a, on, on the hot seat when, like, mm. why haven't they talked to Kevin Spacey or uh, Harvey Weinstein? Like, people are wondering mm. that. 
Like, what is the motivation? Because they're, they're not dead. Mm. And as insensitive as that sounds, it's the truth. It's because they know, like, and with influencers or like celebrities, no press is bad press. I think that's the thing. Like, um, I'm sure she, even though it is bad, she has gotten a lot of views. People just going back and rewatching that point, that part of her saying that, because like, oh, like if I see a tweet about that, I'm gonna go watch it to see what she actually said, and whether I know I'm watching it and she's getting a lot of hate for it, but she's making money from that. Yeah, you know how much money she has wa- made just from people watching that portion, whether it be on YouTube or any whatever you're watching it on. You're making money, so I mean, to them, it doesn't really matter. They're getting a lot of money for it. Yep. And okay, okay, back to to Marlos's Twitter. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. So boycotting Oprah and Gail King till they do better. Love you all year, not just one day. Just like a box of chocolates, just like heaven. <laughs> Eating baked chicken right now. Ooh. Trump is in the or the driver's seat doing whatever the hell he wants now. And the world is just watching and letting it happen. Ooh. So you're vocal S- on your opinions S- on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. I've been wanting a cupcake for a while now, but haven't went to get one yet. Guess I'm waiting to share that moment. <laughs> <laughs> huh. huh. Oh, when will our ship come in? What is that about? Oh, um, so like I was I I'm I read a lot of uh Andy Warhol books like that he wrote. Um mm-hmm. and you know, he was really obsessed with like the nineteen forties and fifties um Hollywood like leading ladies and stuff. And that's one thing that the leading ladies would say sometimes, be like, Oh John, when will our ship come in? So basically like, when does our good luck happen? You know? Interesting. And uh I was watching Yeah, so what's your relationship to Twitter? Mine? Yeah, I, I I feel like it's a a free form platform where you could just say, well, me personally, I could just say whatever I'm thinking, and it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if people get it or not. Like when mm-hmm. I say, it, "Oh, I'm eating baked chicken right now," like to me, it's funny to put that and see that on Twitter. Because then, well, it makes me think about, like, a performance I would do in real life. You know, like, the ones Mm -hmm. when I food in real life in front of Mm -hmm. people. It's almost like another version of that to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess it's almost like Twitter for me is almost like poetry in a way, too. How do you use Twitter? Um, how do I use Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just like, I like, I definitely do go through Twitter, not all the time. Um, I get my news, my Kurdish, like, I, I follow some, like, Kurdish channels on there. Um, something really funny recently that I saw was that, uh, 
weathermen, uh, like when people who've been trying to report the weather in Kurdistan getting hit with snowballs by kids and everyone basically <laughs> while they're like trying to report the news and stuff and interview people and they just keep throwing snowballs. So, anyways, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I sometimes feel like it's not real. Like Twitter, like I can get away with saying and doing and, and being whoever I want. Like I'm super Nova on Twitter, you know? Yeah. So, yes. Anyways. So what's your Twitter like, Ted? Um, as you guys were talking about Twitter, I actually was curious to my Twitter and I was like going through it. Um, my pinned tweet, which that's like you said, Marla, it's like the good thing about like Twitter is just kinda like it doesn't really or Nuvian, like it doesn't really matter what you say. Um, a lot of times I don't even remember, like, my pin tweet says, Happy New Year's, BTS. I love you all. <laughs> um, my latest retweet is this one man. You guys need to watch it, too. It says, it's the this girl tweeted literally the most wholesome video I've ever seen. And it's just this one guy making a brick, like, a br- big piece of brick. And he's, like, explaining it, like, very tutorial-like. <laughs> okay. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hear him, but I'm watching. He's just explaining the steps he's doing. Like, you're going to add water to this, and then you add, like, this template. Uh, Hold on. Smooth the surface again a couple of times? No way. Okay, okay. that's great. Um, um, And that's just, like, a minute of him just doing that, and it's a very wholesome video, and I love that. Um, BTS Carpool Karaoke, February 25th. Go watch it, guys. I love BTS, if you haven't been able to tell. Um, the armies before, <laughs> armies when they start standing BTS. <laughs> um, uh, BTS's new album, Tracklist, which is coming out on Friday. Go check it out. Okay. <laughs> if BTS ever, oh my god, my fellow K-pop fans would love this. BTS ever did a seven deadly sins concept, they should call it the seven deadly gins. Oh. <laughs> you had to like, it's like a very, it's a huge inside joke with BTS fans. Hilarious. Um, but like the actual thing like that I've tweeted tweeted is, um, this is going to come off like a very like weird, but, but um, yeah, so Blackpink is this girl group. Uh, mm-hmm. k-pop girl group and i love blackpink they're really great artists i love their music and all but they're under the company yg which is a very controversial um company and i know it's not black like they don't get to make their decisions for their albums and stuff but they've been a band for years and they don't they have like what 10 songs out and they don't make enough they don't make music which a lot of people get angry at like and i'm one of them And four days ago, it came out that Blackpink is going to come out with their own Netflix documentary. Mm. And and a lot of people were triggered by that because I was scrolling through comments and people were saying, we want music from a band. We don't Mm. want to. We don't want a Netflix documentary. Like, I'm sure they would make just more music. Like, that's fine. But the fact that they're not and they're just putting off doing that and making other things that people don't want and like we know blackpink doesn't have a decision in this it's just yg but yeah mm. that's like i went a whole like rant about that my twitter Why, it's very k-pop related yeah are you familiar with k-pop are you into oh uh, yeah i was actually i think sometime last year i really dove deep into figuring out like what exactly bts like what do they do 
And so, yeah, so I was like just watching a bunch of videos. You you know, they got a lot of content, like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I know, right? So I just like dug into that and um one what in one of them don't he call himself like rap must he changed it recently because that's like one of this huge like also thing where he came out recently he's like if i could change one thing if i could go back in time i would tell myself to not call myself rap monster because now he realizes like how dumb that sounds and so now his stage name is just rm the initials but he doesn't want to call himself rap monster yeah he actually said like quote don't call yourself rap monster you are not a monster you are a beautiful human being oh my god okay okay yeah (laughs) i I, I thought it was interesting I, i like how they all vibe in different ways you know i mean there's seven members i think that's like a huge thing too it's like there's seven members and that's a lot of people and it's just so they- interesting to see, like, their different personalities and the way, like, line distribution and how... And it's funny, because in BTS specifically, like, there's not one really, like, one member that shines over the other, even right. though there is so many. Like, they, they're all... Like, they all have their personalities, which is great. And I love yeah, that's- them. Yeah, that's... On BTS is always a good note for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well Marlos, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Hey, thanks for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. we definitely um, would love to have you back on here. We can definitely turn this into a uh, a thing, maybe once every two weeks or something. Sorry for spooking you out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be calling you if I can't sleep tonight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. We we should do this more often. He said like What every, should we Well, sorry. Every couple of weeks or something. What were you about to say? What should we call this episode? Uh Voodoo Magic. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> we talked we talked a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> See, and I think Marlos can be, like, a good example. Like, you are um, a witness to how our conversations are not planned at all. And we just literally dove into random things. How did we end up talking? Like we said, we didn't plan any of this. How? How did that happen? It just flowed. We went went from social media to magic to Twitter to BTS. Yes. I love it. Good conversation, man. Thanks for having me again, though. Yeah, it was a pleasure, and it was very nice. It was great to meet you too. (laughs) Yay, internet Um. friends! (laughs) Digital girl, digital boy, digital girl, and digital boy. Da-da. In a digital world. Okay, let's do this again. Digital girl, digital girl, digital boy, and digital girl. Da, 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 da. We don't want to get copyrighted. Oh, oh we, might want to, we might want to cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was, had a fun night. 
and we'll if you want to be featured on our next podcast like subscribe share don't be a ghost follower and share it <laughs> don't be a lurker you're on oh, marlos yvonne marlos you want to plug yourself or we'll we can yeah, yeah uh my my ig is at m-a-r-l-o-s-e-v-a-n uh i think i got a podcast coming soon called Marlos Ivan present. Uh yeah, but maybe. I'm really enjoying listening to everybody else's podcast right now. And might as well make I know, right? So my Twitter is what is my Twitter? Marlos uh Marlos Ivan and the number two. Everyone go follow. Go follow, follow us, like, share, let us know what you want us to talk about in future episodes. Thank you so much for listening. This is Nuveen. And this is Ted. And we are the new wave. We need to get better at that. (laughs) And that is Marlos. And we are Ted. (laughs) We gotta get better at it. This is where the the music will start coming in because we we don't have a great sign-off, so we're just kind of slowly easing into the end. Okay. <laughs> well, well, see you all next episode. Good night. Good night.